so let me pose this question right here at the beginning of the radio program. How many of you believe the nation can be repaired at the ballot box? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to this special edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to just take a moment here at the beginning of the radio program to share a couple of thoughts. And it's important you listen carefully to what I have to say. Too many people that I know are placing so much hope in the elections here in the United States in less than three weeks. Somehow they believe if we just take back the House and take back the Senate, all will be well in America and we will pave the way to take back the White House in 2024 then we can all sing a chorus of happy days are here again. Well, I've got news for you, and I want you to listen to me carefully. I don't trust them. I have gotten to the point that I do not trust the political elite in either party. I've watched in my lifetime, and I have voted and participated for 50 years since 1972. America has not gotten better. It has gotten morally more decayed, spiritually more dead. And I don't see it getting a whole lot better anytime soon. We get these little victories and we're we're so excited. Gee, evil had five steps forward and we got them to take one or two steps back. That's about it. It is still a declining nation overall. There are still people on both sides of the aisle that talk about digital currencies and and maybe we should have more say-so in how you spend your money. And maybe we need to put you on an allowance. You know, take your money. That's how some think in Washington. And they think that way in London, uh, Canberra, all over the world. That is the mentality of the most elites in our nation. The psalmist David said it quite well in Psalm 146 when he said, do not put your your trust or your hope in princes, in mortals, in whom there is no help. And that's wisdom you need to take to heart. In recent weeks, I've had a lot of people sharing social media items with me, videos and and commentaries about how excited they are that Tulsi Gabbard has suddenly said goodbye to the Democrat Party. Hey, she's one of us now. She's even made appearances on Tucker Carlson. She's been on Fox News. She's been all over conservative media. She's the new darling. She is endorsing Carrie Lake for governor in Arizona. And she's speaking out against the Biden administration, which more people should do. It is the most abominable, most derelict administration I can remember so far in my lifetime. It's even worse than the Obama administration, by far. Worse than the Clinton administration, by far. It has been hijacked by the left in an extreme way. The problem is, in a best-case scenario, we only recoup a small part of the damage that was done, and we declare that as a victory. So as far as Tulsi Gabbard is concerned, should you put your hope and trust in her? 
I'll be talking about her on a future program and some of the things you may not know and you need to know. You have to recall that she ran for president as a Democrat in 2020. She was in the United States House of Representatives from Hawaii for a number of years. How many of you know her voting record? Her voting record speaks volumes. Her sudden enlightenment, I think, is very calculated. And you need to be cautious. Very, very cautious. And I'll explain why, like I say, in some future episodes of this program. You need to be really cautious. Don't put all your trust and hope in these that are tickling your ears with what you want to hear today. The political class in the United States is broken down into several distinct groups. Number one, there is the entrenched bureaucrats. They're going to be there regardless of the party in power. You can't fire them. They're making some of the biggest decisions, and they're the ones that need to be fired. They're the ones that live in, you know, Fairfax, Virginia, Alexandria, and and that entire region that is so dominated by Democrats because they're lifelong employees and they want to keep it that way with the big paycheck and benefits. It's not about preserving our nation, it's preserving their status. The Democrats have been hijacked by the left, but they also make the promises to the bureaucrats. The Republicans have had this role of being the loyal opposition for my entire lifetime, and occasionally they're given some power for brief periods of time. And then the Democrats take it back and undo most of what was done. And so we play this political game every two years with the House of Representatives and every four years with the White House. And then we have these senators that are entrenched for six. By the way, you need to study the 16th and 17th Amendment of the Constitution. If we could repeal those two amendments... Now, then some real repairs could be made in this country. I kid you not. The 16th and 17th Amendment did the most damage, and it was done over 100 years ago under Woodrow Wilson. The 17th Amendment allowed the direct vote of senators and took the power away from the state legislatures. The Senate was supposed to be that block, that firewall, against an out-of-control House of Representatives and presidency to protect the states. It's gone. Trusting politicians is always a bad thing to do. Don't put your trust in them. Put your trust in God. And our guest host today, Jim Calhoun, is here to talk more about the topic of trust. Thanks, Bob. And once again, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. Well, I'm on to week two of having the issues that I'm having as far as health. And I'm convinced more than ever that I contracted the spike protein from the COVID-19 through someone who was recently boosted. I am feeling better, but anybody that's had anything to do with COVID knows that it's a long-term recovery. And... And I really don't have the luxury, as far as time-wise, for me to be as down as I am as far as me resting and trying to take care of myself when I have so much work here on the farm that needs to be done 
before winter. And one of the things that I do here at the farm is I heat with wood. And I haven't started gathering my wood yet. And it's starting to get chilly at night. And so I'm going to have to break down and go out and uh, do some pretty heavy work here in the next few days because I'm going to have to start running my wood burning stove. But the reason I'm starting out the show by telling you that I still have this affliction is because I really touched a nerve, not only with my show, but also with my last episode of Truth to Ponder. I had many people contact me and tell me their story of them giving people rides that were recently vaccinated or having people into their home that had recently got the booster shots and how it affected their health. And so what happened to me is unfortunately very common. And so I want to touch on this at the first of this show before I get into my topic. And that's if you are vaccinated and you recently have got a booster shot, please stay quarantined for a week or two and stay away from people because the shedding is very, very real. And right now, more people are getting sick off of people who are vaccinated or boosted. People are getting sick off the shedding that's happening through these people more than any other way they're contacting this illness. And we can't forget, not for a moment, that the COVID-19 is man-made. It's a bioweapon. And it's my prayer that the people that release this bioweapon on the world face justice. That's my prayer. Well, what I wanted to talk about today was trust. That's been a recurring theme with me over the last month or so, is knowing who you can trust. It's really important right now that we base our actions on trust at this point in history. We have the midterms coming up. And do you trust that the midterms are going to be without fraud? Do you trust that there's going to be no cheating? Do you trust that the votes are going to be counted legally and fairly? Well, I don't. I have no trust in our electoral system whatsoever. As long as we have machines that could be hacked and ran by third parties that are corporations that can do anything they want with the numbers, as long as we have that in the mix, then it's easy to do their voter fraud. And so what do you do? Well, I think the best thing that you could do is that when you cast your vote, just keep your eyes wide open. And if you start seeing irregularities, if you see people at the polling place that shouldn't be there, if you see things happening in the back room, if you see hush-hush things happening, I think you should report it, even if it's really nothing even if you just suspect it. I think that we need to be wide awake and not trust the people that are supposedly the election officials. I think the United States has turned into nothing more than a third world banana republic. And so I think we need to treat our own local elections that way, that we are voting in some third world country where you're not sure whether your votes counted or not. 
we, the people, have endured a lot over the last several decades. Ever since George Bush the first got into office and we went to war with Iraq after they invaded Kuwait, things have not been the same since. We've been in an almost constant state of war. We have wars lasting for years and years that really don't have an end. And they might technically have an end like Afghanistan, but you can't tell me that we're not going to go back there in some point in time, kind of like the war in Korea never ended. And so we have a group of people that are warmongers, that they're getting rich off of people dying. And we have people that want to control the electoral process, chicken hawks and people that want to have war to keep them totally in power. And right now you have the people that normally are crying for peace, which would be the left. They're crying for war the loudest. Where's the anti-war people? Where's the ladies in the pink hats? Where's the demonstrations on the streets? You don't see it. Because all that is just nothing but theater. And so we're living in a world where trust is extremely hard to gain. It's like me and my voice here on this show. I know that there are people that trust me and trust that I am got their best interests at heart, which I do. But there's also people that would never trust me at all. It's something about me and my delivery and so forth. And I do understand that. And I'm going to be real blunt here. I would rather that you followed your instincts and not trust me than to blindly trust me. If I earn your trust, that's one thing. But this blind allegiance to people, trust at all cost, like we trust our government. We trust the Pelosi's of the world. We trust the Biden's of the world. You have the Cheney's of the world that want constant war. None of these people have earned any trust of any any way, shape, or form, but yet people trust them. And so that's where I want to start, is I want to start with me, because I think that everything that's going to happen in this world is going to become very, very personal very soon. And I want you to know that I do have your best interests at heart, but I'm never going to ask anyone to trust me because the people that say, trust me, well, they're the ones that I tend not to trust, but I hope that I earn your trust. And Bob Bierman has earned my trust and Truth to Ponder has earned my trust. And I know that Bob Bierman has your best interests at heart. And I know that he has my best interests at heart. And when I come to this microphone, I have your best interests at heart. But I think the days of blindly trusting people are really should be over. We are living in a world right now where Satan has been totally unleashed. And he is out seeking those to devour. And he's devouring them by the millions. And the people that are, I consider, brain-dead zombies that just buy everything that they're told by the mainstream media. They buy that this bioweapon is a real vaccine. They buy that 
the coronavirus was started in a meat market in Wuhan, China. When it's starting to be pointed out that the COVID-19 virus can trace its origins to Kiev and Ukraine. There is so many things that have happened the last 10 years, 5 years, that are just totally evil, that we don't have any clue. But yet we, the people, we're funding that through our taxes. We have an out-of-control government, but worse than that, we have an out-of-control shadow government. People in the shadows, people that are supposedly scientists and doctors and so forth, that are doing their best to cull mankind. And yes, I do believe this is a massive extermination event. And so I think that as we face our troubled times that we live in today, don't face them in a spirit of fear. But don't face them in a spirit of just blind allegiance. Just because, let's say you're a Republican, and so you have a blind allegiance to anyone that has an R beside their name. That's not a good policy. Same way with Democrats. If you're a Democrat and you just trust everyone that calls himself a Democrat, then you're a fool. Because right now we have the most self-serving, egotistical people we've ever had that supposedly are public servants. And yet none of them consider themselves public servants. They consider themselves more as leaders and rulers. And so the trust factor that I have is extremely frazzled and frayed. Because these people have earned my distrust. And I think right now the medical profession is earning everyone's mistrust. After this last week's show, I received an awful lot of comments. And one thing that ran true through everyone who contacted me was that none of them can ever trust the medical profession the way they once did ever again. And I've got to say I'm one of them. And I used to trust the medical profession just 100%. And now I don't know who I can trust in the medical profession. There are things that are happening on a daily basis that this whole COVID-19 bioweapon is being totally exposed. And the vaccine and the response to it is being totally exposed. And it's being put out there that it's getting more mainstream every day, even though the mainstream media is not going to cover it. It's getting more common every day. As a matter of fact, in an area of the world, they opened up shots for this new Omicron variant of COVID-19. And they were ready to receive thousands of people. And apparently on the first day, only 35 people They were prepared for thousands and thousands of people to come get this shot. And so they had all this personnel and all this so-called vaccine. And only 35 people showed up. And that's after a massive campaign of propaganda to get people to go get their booster. And so the world is waking up. And so we have to understand as we wake up, we have charlatans running around everywhere. It's kind of like after the American Civil War of the 1860s, you had all these carpetbaggers that came from the north that knew that all of these governments down south, the counties and the parishes, were 
being in turmoil because of the war. And so you had all these people that showed up to basically grab power. They were called carpetbaggers because they just threw whatever clothes they had in a bag and they hopped on a horse or a train or however they went down south and went out and tried to make their fortunes on the back of the southern people. And so when there's times of turmoil, one thing is very true. That's when you have charlatans come out. When things are in upheaval, that's when you have con artists and you have confidence men and all sorts of things, all sorts of people come out of the woodwork to try to gain some sort of financial advantage or some power grab or something. And so it's really important that you trust only the people and things that earn your trust. And I'm going to start with God. Do you trust God? Do you trust his word? Do you trust that he did send his son to die for us? Do you trust that the Bible is the word of God? Well, I do. It's been proven to me over and over and over again that we serve a God that we can trust. And so I'm going to ask everyone to truly trust God and truly lean on him during these times. I can't think of any other place to put my trust that is even in the same realm as putting your trust in Almighty God. And so I think that we need to start there, and we need to start relying on God. I mentioned last week about that famous footprints in the sand saying that when you were walking with God, there were two sets of footprints in the sand, and then one set of footprints went away. And so the person was questioning whether it was God that left because they didn't leave. And that's when God said, no, that's when I was carrying you. And regardless of how independent you are, how rough and tumble you think you are, it's time for all of us to really plug in and rely on God. We need to put the focus of our trust on Almighty God during this time. Now, I used to trust everybody. Probably was one of the most naive people that you've ever met. Because I really thought that people were naturally good. And I trusted someone until they gave me reason not to trust them. And so I would meet someone and instantly trust them. And con artists and people that don't have your best interest in mind, they can spot that kind of person a mile away. And so I was always being offered business deals and can't fail things, you know, buy this, you can't fail and invest in that. And fortunately, I didn't do a whole lot with any of these people because I would get a sense of distrust as they were being pushy. But I would instantly trust anybody. And I'm somewhat sorry to say and somewhat happy to say at the same time that I'm no longer that way. It's not that I don't trust anybody, but it's that I don't trust anybody just because I don't know them, that they haven't proved themselves untrustworthy. And so right now it's my policy that, you know, I'll be friendly with anyone. I'll be nice and helpful. But as far as trusting anybody, they have to really earn that with me. And I think that's a good policy. 
And when it comes to listening to talk radio, there were people that I trusted, extremely trusted, that I have found out later that these people are bought and paid for. They're just corporate mouthpieces that don't have a, an original thought in their head. I'm not going to name any names, but I think that if you start thinking about some of the nationally known talk shows, you'll start to figure out that there are some out there that they claim to be one thing and they're just, just the opposite. So I would be very careful of listening to different talk shows and podcasts and so forth. Because right now, as I said before, Satan is out devouring people and he's using an awful lot of people that are willing accomplices that want to see your downfall. They want to see my downfall. And that's all of Satan's plan. He wants everyone that's devoted to Christ to fail. He wants Almighty God to fail. As a matter of fact, I don't think the I don't think Satan would be satisfied with any victory that did not include destruction of all of God's creation. I think that's why things are so bad right now as far as as far as people's outlook on abortions and the pedophilia and the things that are happening that are just evil, the, the trafficking, the human trafficking that's taking place. We have things happening right now that I thought were relegated to history books. You know, they say that slavery was ended in the 1860s with the American Civil War. But yet, you listen to any mainstream media at all as far as radio or television you're going to start hearing PSAs about people being human traffic. Well, that's just another way of, say, slavery. These people are sold into sex slavery. They're being sold into bondage of all sorts. And so we now have slavery running amok worldwide. And we have Satanism that's totally running amok worldwide. And you have entire cultures that were based on the Word of God that have turned from the Word of God. And don't think for a minute that God doesn't notice when a society turns against him and joins with Satan. And I would really like to think that God blesses the United States. I truly feel that once he did. But I don't think that God can bless what's happening here right now. Now, I can always hope that God continues to bless the United States. But God is a righteous God. And there's so many things that are happening right now that are, that are anti-God and are pro-Satan that I just don't see God being able to bless that. So I think we really need to understand that we need to trust in God, try to be in God's blessing. And we need to be a blessing to God. We don't want to be just this waif out here that God has to come protect all the time and keep us safe and to where all we are is just like sheep. We don't want to be that way. We want to put on the full armor of God, and we want to be a warrior for God. That doesn't mean literally go out to war, but we all need to be part of God's army. We need to stand for truth, righteousness, we need to stand for what's good and wholesome. And what's really sad to me is that through these radio shows, I'm understanding how many really good people we have. 
We have millions of good people in this world. We have millions of people that want things to be wholesome. We have millions of people that want to do the right thing. But what's really sad is that the mainstream media and the culture in general, the popular cultures of almost all the countries of the world, makes the good people feel isolated, makes them feel like they're the only ones. I had several people that contacted me this last week that expressed that they were thankful that they were able to find someone on a podcast that thought like they did because they thought they were all alone. And so isolation is something that is being used as a weapon. And that's one of Satan's main weapons. He wants to isolate you from God. He wants to isolate you from the people of God. And so there's an awful lot that we have to think about. And that's what I want this program to be about, is just some reflection and some thought. Because right now, I think we're faced with some of the hardest choices that we've ever had to face as a society. And on the other side of the break, I'll be back and I'll talk about some of the things that I see coming and some of the choices that I think we have before us. And thank you, Jim. And Jim, we'll be right back on the other side of this upcoming break. I want to just take a moment to thank all of you for listening on a regular basis to this program, Truth to Ponder. I want to mention something that I haven't had a chance to talk about much. There's some projects that are going on in the background that are related but not exactly tied to this radio program. Things that have been on my heart and my mind that I've been kind of gradually working toward for a number of years, even before I began this particular radio program. And I'm going to be announcing sometime soon. You can see some of the work in progress if you would like online. If you go to ancientwordradio.com, that's ancientwordradio.com, you can see the beginnings of a project. There's still a long way to go, and there's some other entities to add. Now, I created the ministry of, of Ancient Word Radio a number of years ago, and I use it as my parent, and by just so you know, when you support this radio ministry, the money you're sending to help me is going to shortwave airtime. It's not going to the other projects. There are other avenues that support that at the moment. So that's not the issue. Buying shortwave airtime to keep Truth to Ponder going is. That's the above and beyond for the budget of Ancient Word Radio. And Ancient Word Radio doesn't provide me a paycheck either, just so you know. It is ministries that I believe that are very vital and we should be more engaged with every opportunity out there and there should be many more ministries out there flooding the marketplace. If you can help keep the radio program on the air, which is the gateway to so many of the other ministries, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address for Ancient Word Radio which is Truth to Ponder, is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. That's P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. That's 24319. You can also support us from the website, 
which is truththenumber2ponder.com. That's truththenumber2ponder.com. And we will be right back after this break. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Making Jerusalem your joy. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The Bible speaks about praying, being in prayer, and you might say, well, I don't get into praying a lot. I don't get into worshiping a lot. I don't not into the word a lot. Well, you know, that's totally irrelevant. In fact, it's good. It's fine. You, you see, you see, listen to what it says. In the Psalms, it says, if I do not make Jerusalem my chief joy. Now, you might say, I don't get into Jerusalem a lot, but it doesn't say that. It says, if I don't make Jerusalem my joy, it doesn't say it is my joy. It says, I have to make it my chief joy. Well, make God your greatest joy. Now, here it's not saying Jerusalem is a joy. It says you have to make it your joy. Well, it's not so much about whether these things are your joy, praying and reading and, and doing God's will. It's you have to make it your joy. You have a choice with joy there. Choose to make it your joy. You choose if I make Jerusalem my chief joy or if I don't. You got the choice to make it your joy. Make the righteousness of God, the good things, the right things, your joy. Rejoice in it. And the harder it is to do that, the more change is going to come when you make it your joy. You can choose now to make it your joy. The whole point is make prayer your joy. Make worship your joy. Make time alone with God your joy. Rejoice in it. Delight in it. Make doing his will, ministering his joy a joy. Joy in it. Rejoice in it. How? The things of God. It's not whether it is your joy. It's that you've got the choice to make it your joy. Make the word your joy. Make the good things your joy. Because in the Lord, joy isn't something that just happens to you. It's a choice. Joy is a choice. If I make Jerusalem my joy. Want more? Ask for the good joy on CD. Now, something that is offered to you priceless, free, wonderful, life-changing, free sapphires. It'll help give you a life of joy, a walk of victory. And the mystery of the temple doors on CD, you'll love it. It's priceless. It's free. And how do you get this free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed with your free gifts, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. The farthest way you could ever impact the world for the gospel. Shortwave Radio, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's the address. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, in the name of Messiah HaSimcha, the joy of our lives. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome to part two of Truth to Ponder. This is Jip Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And Bob will be back with another great edition of Truth to Ponder tomorrow. But I really do appreciate you tuning in and listening today. Today I'm talking about trust and why it's so important that we, first of all, can trust But we can't be blind about who we trust and why we trust them. 
And in the first part of the show, I talked about trusting God is our ultimate thing we need to do. And while that is very true, we do have to live in a society. And so we can't go through life not trusting our neighbors or not trusting our family or not trusting people that live in our community. But if we go through life trusting all of those same people, we're going to get hurt. But if we trust nobody, we're going to get hurt in a different way. So what I really think, so I think that what works for me is that I like what Ronald Reagan said about the former Soviet Union when he said, trust but verify. I like to think that I still have that trusting nature. While I do know that it's not near as naive as it once was, I don't start relationships with people, whether it be a business or personal type of relationship or a phone conversation or anything else, with the attitude that the person on the other end of the line or the other person that's standing there is wanting to take advantage of me. And so if you're that type of a person that you're looking for the shoe to drop, so to speak, and you're always waiting for that big gotcha, well, that's no way to live. But also, it's no way to live to let people do the big gotcha on you, then you forgive them, and then they do it again. So I'm pretty bold and I'm pretty blunt when I'm talking to people, because I truly don't have the time to waste with a bunch of frivolous small talk or anything that is going to lead nowhere. And so when I'm talking to someone, I pretty well let them know that I'm willing to listen to them and I'm willing to work with them, but they have to be willing to listen to me and work with me as well. It's a two-way street. And I also let them know in a nice way that I'm going to keep my eye on things and make sure everything stays the way it should. I guess the term there is keeping people honest. And I find that most people, when they know where you're coming from, that it's easy for them to let you know where they're coming from. And so you don't have near the drama. You don't have near the problems. And so I think it's a good plan to let people know. Now, if you're talking about family, that could be very touchy because you have family members that will disown you in a heartbeat and other families that will protect you in a heartbeat. You'll have family members that will take advantage of you and family members that will shun you and family members that will love you. And and it seems like lots of people use their family tie with someone within their family to gain an advantage. And so I think that when it comes to family, I think you have to be really careful of the dynamics that are within every individual family and individual family member. And so it would be best, as far as my opinion, is to be as upfront and forward with your family as you would a total stranger. Kind of let them know what the guidelines are and what your limitations are and what what you expect from them and what they can expect from you. And if you can stay on the same page with, you know, issues and just daily communications, you'll find that you're going to actually be able to get closer with your family. And also that goes with friends. Now, I have been blessed in my life with lots of good friends. 
but I've also, I'm not going to say cursed, but I'm also going to say I've had people that have called me their friend and have been considered my friend by myself, but the only reason they were my friend is because they thought I was in a position where I could help them, whether it be help them get some work or help them with a project or work for them somehow. And so I'm really upfront when somebody calls me their friend and all of a sudden they want to start using me and they want free labor for things. I let everybody know right off the top of the bat that when you're my friend, you're my friend. I won't take advantage of you. You don't take advantage of me. And I let people know that I really don't have time to reciprocate. I'm so busy out here on the farm, and right now with this sickness I'm fighting, I'm getting way behind. And so I don't ask for anyone to help me because I know that I can't reciprocate. And so I could use 10 or 15 people to come out here and spend a couple weeks and help me, but I'd never be able to manage to get the time to go reciprocate because there's always going to be an animal that's going to need my attention or a fence to be fixed or something needs to be fed or watered or something always happens. And so it's easier for me to tell people that I won't ask them for any favors and they don't ask me for favors and we're going to get along just fine. Now, that doesn't mean I don't do favors for people. It's just when I do favors for people, I don't expect anything in return. And that makes me feel good because I do have a giving personality. But when people want to take advantage of that and they expect me to give, and they seem to wait for me to give, and then I give again, well, then that's where resentment starts. And so I try to nip that in the bud. But really what I'm trying to get across here. In a nutshell, and I'm kind of taking the long way around, is that we're getting into a time period where it's going to be really important that you know who you trust and why you trust them. And I think that we need to get into relationships that are in a rubber meets the road basis to where there's really no guesswork. If you like someone and you like doing business with them, tell them that. If you love somebody, tell them that. If there's someone that you really don't want to do business with, tell them that too. You can be nice about it and be civil. I just don't think that we have the time right now to beat around the bush. And I think that we need to get solid alliances. You know, I keep thinking about the start of this great war that everyone says is coming, and I honestly think it's upon us. I think that we are just very, very short period of time away from this going just absolutely crazy as far as the world in violence and war. I just think it's coming. And just like countries will find out what other countries they can depend on and they get treaties that they'll help each other in times of crisis, I think it's a good thing for us as individuals to find people that we can trust and to make alliances and allegiances with people that are worthy. And we have to do our part to uphold our end of the bargain. We can't just go out and look for people to come save us or come work for us or something. We need to be able to have a a give and take basis. If you have a church you belong to or a Bible study group or other group like that that you're close with and have people that you can trust and you know, that's a good place to start. 
But I think we all need to have alliances and allegiances right now. Because I really think that when things do hit the fan, and I do believe they're going to, I think it's going to be so big and so world-engulfing. It's going to be such a world-shattering event that I think it's going to be really hard to get the kind of allegiances and alliances that we're going to need in our personal lives when everyone is so distracted by the evil that's going to befall this world. And so I'm not saying to have a group of people that live in fear. I'm just saying have a group of people that you can trust each other and you can call each other, if nothing else, just to visit and vent. We all need to have buddies. We all need to have mates. We all need to have those special people out there that we can call friend, thick or thin. But I think we have to be very careful of who we choose to have our back in times like we're living through today. Now, I mentioned quite a bit on this show that I don't trust the mainstream media, and I don't. And I don't trust 90% of the people that consider themselves independent media, but still draw a paycheck from the big media. As a matter of fact, there's nobody that draws a paycheck from one of the major, what I call dinosaur media or legacy media places, which would be your CNNs and your major networks and your Fox News and all that. There's nobody that draws a paycheck from those corporations that I listen to. Now, there are some that are better than others. There's some that I have listened to in the past. But I know that all of these major corporations are in the back pocket of big politics and big pharma, and they're all on board. And so really, I don't trust them at all. And I have people that send me emails quite often that ask me who I listen to because they're sick and tired of listening to the people out there that are steering them wrong. And of course, I always mention Bob Bierman. He's the number one I mention. But I mention others too as well. And I listen to these people because I trust that they're telling me the truth. And if they get it wrong once in a while, it's not because they're trying to mislead. It's because they just didn't get the best information and they weren't able to follow up in the best way. And so I do have levels of trust among those I listen to. There's some that I trust almost everything that they say because I know they've done the homework. And there's others I trust about maybe 80%. And I've learned that there are times when I'm listening, I have to agree to disagree. And I find that most of the time when I use my gut hunch that I'm right. And I'm sure that you're the same way. God gave us this nice ability that we call a hunch or our gut that we rely on. It's something that we've been endowed with by the Creator to help us survive on a day-to-day basis. And so I would really connect with that inner spirit, your gut, so to speak, and listen to it. And everything needs to pass the smell test. If someone is telling you something is so, and it doesn't quite feel right, doesn't quite pass the smell test, well, it's good to know that information, but it's also good to know that that's something that you need to verify. It's something you can't quite trust. You can still deal with it mentally a little bit, but don't spend a lot of time on it. Not until you verify that that information is correct. 
And there's one reason that I'm taking this show the direction that I have is that the people that are contacting me, they seem to be very good people. They seem to be people that have honest, really well thought out letters to me. And it seems to me that most of these people feel either A, deceived, or B, confused. A lot of the people that contact me seem to be searching. And what they're searching for is biblical truth. It's the truth that's spoke about in the Bible. I'm not talking about they're looking for truth that the Bible is real. They're looking for the truth that the Bible speaks about. And as the Bible says, we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. And that's the kind of truth people are looking for. And right now we have people that deal in truth like they do selling vegetables along the side of the road. They don't care if they sell a carrot or an onion as long as they make a sale. And so we have people out there in the media that don't care what they sell us just as long as we're buying it. And those are the kind we need to avoid. And when it comes to your local officials, I think that the local officials, most of them mean well when they get into politics. But I think that politics actually taints people. It ruins them as far as it gets them real hard and callous. And if you have some old politician that's been in office way too long, that's just really callous. Let's say they're a county commissioner and they've got too many calls at night about a pothole in the road that they never seem to find the money to fix. After a while, these people just start tuning out the people that call up that have concerns for the community. And if you have someone like that that needs to be voted out during this election, I think your vote locally has a much better chance of being counted than does a vote that's on a more national type of a basis. But I think that we need to put people into office that actually will listen to us and consider what we say. And if you have people that are wanting to overlord over things, they want their way or the highway, well, let's show them the highway. Let's get rid of these people. The world's problems are extremely complex. And to fix them is something that is going to need, in my opinion, an act of God. But we all can do our part and we can do our share. And if we do our part and we try to put trustworthy people in positions of power, and we trust people that are worthy of our trust, and we can build our own societies around us and our families that are built on love and respect and trust. And right now, this evil society that's out there, that's being built, it's being built around lies and misinformation. And one thing I talk about quite a bit is this transgender. There is no such thing as transgender. Right now, that's not a popular thing to say. How dare you say there's no transgender? There's never been a transgender before. It's something that's brand new. It's just a new political movement. It's just another thing to distract people. It's another thing to try to depopulate the planet. And people get all worked up about it. And right now, you have people that are doing their best to make sure that children go under the knife or receive some kind of hormone therapy to change their way their brain is and to change their physical makeup of their body as far as the chemical makeup of their body. 
And the people that I've seen that have went through some of this, the I think that most of them are troubled when they go into the process. And I think that a lot of them are borderline, if not totally insane, when they get done with the process. It's very harmful. And so we have a popular culture out there that's just being pushed and pushed and pushed. And part of it's the drug culture, part of it's the cancel culture, the woke culture, the transgender culture, the, you know, just go on and on and on. Well, if you have your own culture with your own friends that you trust and you love and your family that you trust and you love, and you can make your own little world, I'm not talking about Pollyanna because we're all going to have some issues. But if we insulate ourselves and isolate as much as we can, we have to know that all of this craziness will eventually pass. Whether it passes after world catastrophe, such as a world war, I don't know. But all of this eventually will pass. And if you say, well, it'll never get better, well, Jesus is going to come back and things will get better. Now, are they going to get better before Jesus comes back? I don't know. But I do think that we can do our part and turn off the television shows that are warping our families' minds. Turn off the news that's lying to us. Avoid the people that just want to con us into things. Don't trust blindly. Don't go vote for the same person just because they've been in office for years. And don't vote people out just because you want change for change's sake. It's time we put our brain in gear because God did give us a wonderful tool. And if we keep that in gear and we try to use the common sense that God gave us all that for some reason is society in general, common sense isn't very common anymore. And I think it's time to revisit that. And I really hope that you have got something from this show today. I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to scold. But I'm trying to encourage. I'm trying to encourage you that your life can be better than it is. You can have a closer relationship with Almighty God. You can have a closer relationship with friends and family. You can have a more healthy relationship with the people you do business with. It is possible, but everything takes work. And right now, in my opinion, during this climate of evil that's engulfed the whole world, it's going to take a redoubling of our effort to understand that it does take work. It's going to take more work than possibly we've ever had to do before to accomplish our goals of having some peace and serenity in our life. It is my prayer that all of the listeners to Truth to Ponder have a nice, fulfilling, wonderful life. And I know that there are so many things out there that are trying to have just the opposite happen. Satan wants us all dead. He wants us dead broke. He wants us destroyed. And ultimately, he wants us dead. He doesn't want us to be effective in any way, shape, or form. And so I pray that my time on Truth to Ponder, as well as my own show, that I am effective of reaching people to understand that we do have a little bit more say than what we possibly know. We for sure have more say in our spiritual life. But our day-to-day life with our interactions with other people, we have more control over that than what possibly we're using right now. And I think it's time to take control of that. 
steer it in the way that is going to be most beneficial for you and your family and ultimately for the people that are in your life. Again, you don't want to be one of those takers. You want to be one of them that's a giver and a taker both because there are times when you do need help and you need to take that help and accept it. And there are times you need to step up to the plate and go to bat for someone else. And so if you have that firmly in your spirit that you're going to be a well-rounded person that's going to give and take and you're going to do your best to be an asset to not only yourself but your family and your community and you surround yourself with like-minded people, that's when we're going to see some turnaround, at least in our immediate circle of friends and family. And right now, I think that's the best we can do. I think that internationally, things are totally out of control. And I think nationally, things are totally out of control. And on a statewide level, I think there's lots of states that are totally out of control. There's probably lots of counties and townships that are out of control, too. I know that there's a lot of big cities that are just totally, totally out of control. And Chicago would be a very good definition. And also San Francisco, that they're just out of control right now. And so in recapping, find out who you can trust, verify that you can trust them. And if it's someone that is a good person you can trust, put them in your life and stand the gap. We need to find people that we can rely on, that we can stand the gap with them and they can stand the gap for us. Well, I hope that you got something from the show today. I really want to encourage people that even though things do look bleak, We do have some silver linings. We just have to reach out and take advantage of the silver linings that we see. And I would really hope that you would consider donating and helping out the Ministry of Truth to Ponder. And you can do that by going to the website at truth2ponder.com and clicking on the support tab. And that'll tell you how you can donate electronically. But if you would like to donate through mail, You can send a check or money order, and you would write the check to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, and the address is P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Again, I'd like to thank Bob Behrman for allowing me to speak to his great audience today. And I do appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, everyone stay strong, stay safe, stay informed, be proactive. But more than anything else, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.